Hey, Kirk, what's going on, man? Oh, oh, not much, Greg. What's going on with you? Oh, you sound like a grizzled fantasy football veteran after yeah. a whole week. Yes, I, I'm embroiled into it. All right, you ready to talk some fantasy football? Yes, I am. All right, perfect. Hey, so we're a day late on this show, but really this is kind of the routine we're going to get into is we're going to, um, on our first show of, of each week, we're going to rehash what happened in the, the previous week's matchups and, and our predictions. And then after this, we'll have a show kind of predicting and forecasting and helping each fantasy team with their start and sit decisions for for the upcoming game. So you ready to do it? Yes, I am. All right. So really, we've been talking about three main leagues that that you and I are involved in uh, together. We do have some free leagues or some some leagues that don't uh, pay out a lot of money. So we're not really going to deal with those. But our our really unique uh, leagues, we kind of want to hit on just to just to show everybody how we're doing. So let's start with the the dynasty league. Uh, Kirk, how did you fare in week one? Now you're talking about the dynasty, the multi-year dynasty league. No, I'm talking about the the empire league that we oh. do on Sleeper app. Oh. How did you? Do? Well, I would say I fared pretty good. I I believe I had the second highest point total in the league. Um, uh, yeah, I believe that was that was it. Second highest point total league. I clearly beat my opponent. Um, I won one. 54.96 to 108.24. Um, every starter that I had outperformed their number with the exception of DeAndre Hopkins, my number one pick. He was, yeah. he was, well, that's uh, a, that's a refreshing uh, stat there, right? Yeah. He was the only one that, that fell short. I don't think he fell short by much. Um, but, uh, he, he definitely was the only one that fell short. Everybody else superseded their, their point total, which clearly is what you want. Yeah. So that's always a good feeling when your number one guy underperforms and you still have a nice victory. I also won in that game, 137 to 95 over gas balls. Uh, you're really the, the thing for me is some of my players underperform underperformed too like McCaffrey and Larry Fitzgerald but Royce Freeman a little bit of a disappointment there but uh still a a handy uh, victory there uh anything that stuck out to you in in that league remember this this is something where it's this is our first ever true dynasty league um so that was uh it was kind of different I'll tell you the one thing that stuck out to me was that none of the games were close so uh right there's a there's kind of a disparity in how, um, you know, how each team did. And I, I just wonder how big that separation is going to be moving forward. Uh, obviously, going into the initial draft, some teams took a, a, a you know, uh, kept an eye on the present day uh, fantasy outlook and where others look maybe too far in the future. So, uh, but it, that was the one thing that stuck out to me. Yeah. And I see, you know, the only game that was close at all was still 20 points difference. And that was actually the point leader, um, MJ Schwartz, 74. Uh, <laughs> he, he dominated his game by 20 points. And the guy that uh, he beat was the third highest point total. So that's kind of unfortunate. Um, yeah. You know, other than that, you know, yeah, everybody else, 
it was it was nearly almost 30 points 50 points almost for mine um, right there was one that was over 50 points i mean that's that's a that's a big disparity so yeah i wonder wonder how this is going to play out there was some uh waiver pickups yeah yeah we'll we'll get in we'll get into all that uh a little bit later let's move on to the to the multi-year dynasty league our 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 auction keeper league. How did you, Oh, I know exactly how you did in that game because we played each other. Right. Right. And um, that was very disappointing uh, for, for me, uh, especially coming into the last, last game, uh, literally last game of the night. uh, I, I needed a little bit more out of Brandon cooks than I got maybe a touchdown Maybe if some of those uh, penalties that he he brought on, if those would have been catches, um, his day would have been a lot different. Um, it really only probably one of those catches would have been made. Uh, I probably would have beat you. So, um, well, I think I think the big thing with with yours is your team is you've got to be worried a little bit about Lashawn McCoy. He only had three points, and again, I I beat you by just a shade under five points. So was it? Ours was back and forth all, all day and right. actually a very good game. But, you know, you played LaShawn McCoy over Carlos Hyde and um, or, and Tevin Coleman, uh, and either one of those two would have won you the game. Uh, I, I guess, fortunately for me, uh, I sat Ben Roethlisberger at the very last second, picked up Andy Dalton off the bench. It, that netted me about three and a half points. But yeah, uh, overall, it was a very good game. It was back and forth throughout the day. Kenny Stills uh, long touchdown is ultimately, you know, his 75 yard is ultimately what I think won it for me. Um, but yeah, disappointing games for me from Trey Burton. And also I had Le'Veon Bell who I had to sit. So I, I had to start Tariq Cohen in his place. Yeah. You, you had, you had um, one, two, three, four, four players on your starting roster that performed lower than expectation. Kind of like, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they 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 turned the ball over like twenty times and they managed to tie. So it was you squeaked out a win, even though yeah. you had a number of players that performed well. I I only had two. Right. Right. But it was enough. They made a count. Yes, they. Lashawn McCoy got as much out of that as he possibly could. That jerk. Okay. Hey. So. The last league we want to highlight here is you and I are co-managers for our, our redraft auction league. That is the PCS football league. And we had a, another close game here, but we eked out a win 92 to 87. This is a standard scoring league. Um, but yeah, the, the interesting thing about, I think about this game is we had the chargers defense and our opponent had the saints defense. So, <laughs> We had negative five points. They had negative six. Um, <laughs> yes. That that is pathetic. We also each had a uh, had a had a receiver or tight end that caught only one ball. Um, yeah, ours caught it for fifteen yards, while theirs caught it for only eleven. So that 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 helped. So so this game we had, I think, just put away. Uh, and I was started feeling really nervous when Randall Cobb had that 70 plus yard touchdown at the end of the Packers game that yeah. made it very interesting at that point. But 
again, uh, sneaked out a win there. So we're happy to be one and zero in that league yeah. uh, overall. For... And I think, and I think what we what we caused, um, what we did was we caused the uh, what's his name rehabs for quitters uh, to go into almost like a head spin, a tailspin here, and. I mean, he's he's down Greg Olson already, who's probably going to be out for quite some time. He drops uh, Chris Hogan. I mean, he's just yeah. he's just all out of whack. He can't handle it. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Hey, just want just want to identify one one team in that league though. Uh, clever team name Johnny uh, scored a, a, a fifty points in week one. So good on you, Johnny. Yeah. He. Yeah. That's. It's hard to do that. Yeah, it's very hard to do that. And then I see he also spent 53 out of 100 of his waiver wire uh, budget. So he's definitely in panic mode. That's yep. great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, beautiful. All right. So I think overall, uh, so I'm in six leagues this year. I finished five and one over the opening weekend. How, do you, what, you're in what, four, four yeah, leagues? Okay. I where am I? Oh, come on, I scale. Oh, you're in five, right? Because yeah, you also have Maddie in the five. family league. Yeah. So in my and I finished. Let's see here. One, one and one. I was three and two. Three and two. Very yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So, hey, let's just recap week one uh, of of the NFL. Um, we'll talk about just I guess big news up front. Obviously, I think the main fantasy story, uh, not including on-the-field performances, was the the Le'Veon Bell issue. Uh, did not report to the team. So, obviously, James Conner started in his place. Le'Veon Bell disappointed a lot of fantasy owners there. It looks like he's going to sit in week two again. Uh, that's a little bit of a mess. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, not great. I, uh, luckily, I, I mean – Obviously, I've been touting Le'Veon Bell as the number one guy for this year, and I was lucky enough to only have him in one league. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's why I feel so fortunate. I, I eked out a win against you because anytime you can win without your best player, that's that's definitely a good thing. Right. Uh, the other big stories are Delaney Walker out for the year, uh, dislocated ankle. Uh, Greg Olson, like you mentioned earlier, has a uh, he injured uh, himself. He's out. He's going to be out at least a month. And then finally, Doug Baldwin sprained his other knee, so he's going to miss some time. Uh, what do you make of any of those or any any reactions to to? Well, I, I, know, I know in in one league, it, I, I, doesn't it affect one team heavily? The uh, in uh, did the deranged animals have both? Um, Olsen and Walker on his team. Uh, he did. I don't think he had Olsen anymore. Oh, he definitely yeah. had Delaney Walker. So he went hard after Jared Cook, who we'll talk about here in a second. But yeah, uh, yeah it's. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's the the Le'Veon Bell thing is is not not good, especially right. especially if you didn't spend any amount of energy to get James Conner. Or, or in the telecast, John Connor. Apparently, he's uh, back from the future and 
<laughs> that was one. Uh, it, I was just watching the replay up there uh, today, and late in the game, he, you know, I can't remember which whoever it was is John Connor, and I thought, dun 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 dun. dun. So that's <laughs> Maybe that explains a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something. So. Oh. Uh, Listening to my father try to explain the haircut before I saw the haircut was just as funny as then when I saw the haircut trying to then say, oh, that's that doesn't make any sense at all. What you I, I, so I, I watched the uh, I don't know if you ever watched Pittsburgh Dad, uh, oh, the, that yet. No. The, YouTube, the YouTube series. But he said that James Conner just ran so fast that all the hair went to the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. How do you describe right. that to your barber? Yeah, you you know how I usually take it. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit shorter than how it is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about players trending up, players trending down. First of all, trending up. Uh, so so let's start with the quarterback position. Uh, we typically, well, I mean, we have about an even split between leagues that are, are, uh, four point per touchdown pass and six point per touchdown pass. But either way, it was just a weird week for quarterbacks. And, and really the main thing is this is why we don't invest heavily in quarterbacks, but the, let's see here, the, out of the top 12 quarterbacks, three of which are still free agents after this week, which is just unbelievable. And why that's unbelievable is, you know, you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick put up, uh, if you're in six point leagues, he put up 58.4 points, which is, those are, that's a career game. Four passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, over 400 yards passing. He's still a free agent in, yeah. in some of our leagues. Joe Flacco had three touchdown passes. Uh, he was the seventh best quarterback. He's still a free agent, like in our, you know, uh, I think in our family league and the yeah. multi-year dynasty league. Yeah. Ty- Tyrod Taylor, another one, you know, especially with his rushing yards and what he can do. Uh, he was one, two, three, four. He was seventh and four, four point passing touchdown leagues he's still a free agent in a lot of leagues so just uh just kind of an unusual week for the quarterback position drew Brees obviously had, had a great game aaron Rodgers, philip rivers uh the one i, I want to talk about is patrick mahomes who 256 yards he had four touchdown passes right do you do you think that's gonna stick is that who patrick mahomes is um no no, I mean, it, it, I, maybe the yardage and, and maybe the, you know, the, uh, the efficiency, but to be able to, to throw four touchdowns in a game is, is very, very hard to do. Um, I think he had, he was, a, he was, there was a product of Tyreek Hill just having a great day against. Completely uh, agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. Against the Chargers defense that didn't seem to want to do much of anything other than play offense. Yeah. Uh, the other player I kind of want to highlight here is Andrew Luck. So in four-point touchdown pass leagues, he finished 
uh, eighth as a number eight quarterback, 319 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, only seven yards rushing. But I think that his, and his team lost to the Bengals. The Bengals are not a great team. They lost by 11. And I think that is what you're going to get with Andrew Luck. Yeah. Bad team playing from behind, lots of yardage. That's why I think he is a safe bet. Um, yeah, maybe he's lost a little zip on the ball, but uh, it's, I'm still happy to have him in at least one of my leagues. Yeah, the uh, the other the other surprising thing, I mean, is when you look at the actual the the numbers here for the quarterbacks and and how Tyrod Taylor fits in. Um, he didn't get to 200 yards. He threw a pick. Um, but how he made up for it was he did score touchdown uh, rushing, touchdown pass, and he had 77 yards rushing. I mean, that's he's, – he's in the top – was it's top five for quarterbacks this week, and he couldn't eclipse yeah, so, 100 yards, which is probably so – he, he, he was the number six quarterback in four-point passing right. leagues, four-point touchdown passing leagues, so – I mean, that's that's how he, that's what you're probably going to see. You're probably going to see anything anywhere from that type of yardage to he probably he may have a 300 yard game, but he's less desirable for that and more desirable for the way he runs with the ball. All right, so let's talk about the poopy ones. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, five Ooh. turnovers. He still had 335 yards, only one touchdown, but five turnovers. He ended up with, you know, in four-point leagues, he ended up with 14 points, which isn't awful. But, man, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a product of, of him or or that that Cleveland defense. He was away in, in crappy conditions. Um, yeah, it was a monsoon there, right? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty bad. I mean, you know, ball, balls, balls were not going where they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matthew Stafford four picks that hey, that he had a rough go of it too. Uh, Deshaun Watson, that was that talk about a, a a a fall from where he should have been. I mean, it, I don't think that this is the way he is, but Lord Almighty, he did he not perform at all? Right, and and so, but you look at um, so you brought up Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor. You know, uh, 197 yards, one passing touchdown, but he had the 77 and the one. You look at other similar players to him, Cam Newton, 161 yards passing, 58 rushing yards, and one rushing touchdown. Deshaun Watson, 176 passing yards, one passing touchdown, only 40 yards rushing. But all those guys, kind of similar numbers. Right. Um, But you can see how – all, all of them under 200 yards passing. They need those rushing yards to be relevant. And, or touchdown, rushing touchdowns. What's that? Including rushing touchdowns. It, his, Correct. Deshaun Watson's day, fantasy-wise, looks different if he has a, a rushing touchdown. And that's the main difference between him and, and uh, Cam Newton. Right. You know, it's just that rushing touchdown. But, uh, um, yeah. So, you know, some maybe some early validation for – one of our predictions, Jimmy Garoppolo, not a great game. Uh, his first ever loss. Do you believe it? Oh, and thank God in that league he's uh, on a returning champion. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's right. 
Um, I didn't think that was possible for him to lose, but apparently it is. Yeah. But he, he was my, uh, I think he was my pick for a dud uh, this year. So I yeah. feel good about that. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, Derek Carr, bad. Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, bad. Oh, Matt, so, Mark, Marcus Mariota. That's, 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 that, not that, um, that's going to sting Matt Ford's team. Yeah, uh, he's a little banged up. Um, oh, he should he should be playing this next week, but that's something to monitor too. Yeah, so my, so Matt Bortz has uh, has Cam Newton, who was who was bad, Matt Stafford, who was bad, and Marcus Mariota, who was bad. So he's he's got a lot of a lot of nothing to choose from. Yeah. All right. Hey, you ready to move to running back? Yes. All right. Obviously, the stud of the week. As far as running back goes, was uh, Alvin Kamara uh, with a, with a whole twenty nine yards rushing. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, all, we all know that's eight carries. That's all. That's about yeah. three yards. Twenty nine yards rushing, forty five fantasy points. How did he do that? He did it with two rushing touchdowns, also nine catches for over a hundred yards, and a, a and a receiving touchdown as well, and a two point conversion. So. Uh, he, you know, that's one of the things we saw, said is how are they going to use him without Mark Ingram? Well, they found a way to get him the ball and it wasn't through 20 rushes. Uh, he gets his, his receiving targets and, and for running backs, receiving targets are always worth more points than, than rushing attempts. So he's very efficient, uh, in the, in the receiving game. And that continued this year. Now I think, um, I think that I think it kind of dictated how they were going to get him the ball. Um, I, I don't. I can't imagine the New Orleans Saints were uh, thinking, "Hey, let's uh, start throwing the ball early and often." Um, I'm sure they'd rather have well, a ball control offense. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon with his first ever receive a hundred yard receiving game too. They just mm-hmm. got in the hole early and were in that mode. So yeah. Melvin Gordon had a great game for us, uh, uh, 30 points. Uh, the league leader in rushing yards after week one is James Conner. He had 135 rushing yards. He accounted for uh, two two touchdowns. Uh, for In PPR leagues, he had 36 points, so good, great week for him. Kind of um, makes you think that maybe Le'Veon Bell is it's not long for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, and, and you look at just the usage, 30 – and now it did, it did go to overtime, uh, but still 31 carries, right. six targets in the backfield. Uh, uh, I mean, that's – that is that is a ton of attention. Um, right. So he's uh, he, he's going from nothing to that. So over the so, – I can't imagine that's how it's going to be the rest of the year because he's uh, he's never done that before. Well, the the thing of note is that that's, that is the Steelers' M.O. If you remember when Le'Veon Bell was out a few years back, D'Angelo Williams got that type of uh, uh, touch percentage in the Steelers' backfield. Right. Um, but that was shocking with James Conner. They didn't spell him at all throughout the game, so very interesting there. Right. Uh, Joe Mixon had a great game. Chris Thompson kind of picked up where he left off last year. Very efficient game. 65 yards rushing on only five carries. Uh-huh. Uh, he And then he did it in the, the receiving game as well. Isaiah Crowell, 100, One uh, 10 carries, yeah, 10 carries, 100, 
two yards and two touchdowns. That's pretty good. I think he had one run of 60 yards. He did. That's Yeah, they. That, but, but that's also, the thing, though, is they did not really need him, though, so right. uh, because they were up so much. Um, Austin Eckler also had a great game, you know, kind of like uh, – so look at that. Melvin Gordon, 102 receiving yards. Austin Eckler, his backup running back for San Diego – or excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers had 87 yards. So two running backs, 189 yards to them both. Kind of, kind of weird. So, who laid some stinkers? Um, let's see here. Well, well, let's not Kenyan... forget about the surprise. The biggest surprise, at least that I thought, was um, was this Philip Lindsay. Um. Yes. Not only not only doing what he did, but having the number of uh, uh, touches. He had 18 touches. He was targeted three times back in, in passing and hit 15 carries, which was a little shocking compared to what you know we thought was coming out of well, Denver with uh, Royce Freeman being the main guy. Well, and it's funny because they didn't announce Royce Freeman as the starter until a couple days before the first game. Right. And they had Devontae Booker as the starter. Nowhere in there was, you know, Philip Lindsay um, in the running for for the number one guy, but he had 15 rushes, which is the same as Royce Freeman. Plus, he had three more touches with, with the receptions. Like you said, that 18 touches, that is, that is big-time numbers for somebody that was not even on anybody's radar. So, right. very significant to, to keep – that in mind um some players who kind of uh didn't really do great uh leonard fournette in a ppr league only had 8.5 points he did get a little bit banged up with a hamstring injury yeah. Kenyon drake had less than 10 points uh, that hunt, was a dream hunt was apparently they didn't care about him at all he only had yeah you know, he only had 50 yards and that was it I think I think that was a lot of uh, the game dictated that, but yeah. uh, Kenyon Drake that was a weird game with over I think seven hours of delays with the lightning strikes. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and fourteen carries for forty yards isn't all that bad. And right. Alex Collins, the only quality that came out of him was he had a touchdown. He did get a touchdown. Yeah. Seven carries, thirteen yards. Yeah, that game. That, and for him too, Derrick Henry, your favorite guy. And how did he do? Derrick Henry had ten carries for twenty-six yards. I mean, that's a lot of yards on ten carries. It's like a couple steps each each time he touched the ball. Um, and he was slowly phased out of the game plan as the game went on. Right. And that's the big thing. There is he had, you know, ten carries. Deion Lewis had twenty-one touches. Yeah. He was very efficient in the rushing game, had a rushing touchdown and also five catches. Uh, yeah. David Johnson was okay. He had 17 points. Same with uh, Zeke. Yeah, the um, – um, yeah, Zeke with Dalvin Cook, I think that's a pretty good showing. He had 16 carries. He had seven targets in the passing game. Um, I think that's going to start to increase going forward as he feels more comfortable. Um, so Latavius Murray may turn out to be just a handcuff or, you know, you stash him in in case of injury. But I think Dalvin Cook's going to start to 
go up a little bit. Okay. Moving on to receiver. Tyree Kill was the, I mean, he was the stud of the week. I mean, did it, you know, first punt return of the game, and then also had uh, the long catch as well. And the short short touchdown, too. Uh, he was just all over the field, looked to be the best player on the field, which was you didn't really know, or at least I didn't really know what you were getting with him, but he seemed to he seems to be the real deal. Michael Thomas has a game like he's never had before: sixteen catches, one hundred and eighty yards, and a touch. That is, uh, he had he lost a fumble and still had forty two points. So great game yeah. for Michael Thomas. And another another guy that you're probably not going to pick up, Deshaun Jackson. Yes, that yeah. 146 yards and two touchdowns. That was just a weird game there. In our, I mean, in our very up. deep. He's banged up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Julio Jones was great. Uh, Emmanuel That's Sanders. Julio, too. 10 catches, 169 yards. Nowhere near the end zone. Yeah. No, no touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, the big one for me is a guy that I've kind of invested in is Kenny Stills. Uh, he did have a 75 yarder. Uh, but he did have two touchdowns. Great game for him. Mm-hmm. He seems to be the guy there. I think even when Devontae Parker comes back, he is going to be the guy. Right. Well, wow. Devontae Parker has been a, a hugely disappointing draft pick for them and has amounted to nothing. So That's right. And, they, and they've hung on to him for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Yep. All right. So, so let's go to uh, anybody else you want to – um, hit on that was surprisingly uh, Randall Cobb Randall Cobb 10, 10 yeah. targets he was active had 9 catches and had a touchdown I mean, he, he he was he should have been someone that I could have kept on my team for a little bit but I decided to dump him same with Emmanuel Sanders 10 catches that's great to see that he's involved in that yeah yeah Case Keenum uh, threw it a ton so that was good to see mm-hmm. all right so players who didn't fare so well. Uh, the the first one I want to talk about, and I, I, you know, his I guess end of game points total didn't look too bad. He had eight point seven points as his PPR. But what did you think of Josh Gordon? Only one catch, and it was a touchdown catch late. But he really he he played quite a bit. Yeah, the, there was actually little insider information is he started the game where when he wasn't supposed to. So. There was a little. How is, how is that insider information? Were um, you the? Are you the only one to, who knew that? Well, I don't know if anybody else cared. So, um, <laughs> so, so inside my box, um, as a Browns <laughs> fan, I, I'm, I would say that's that's how I would say insider information. No, he was he was not supposed to start. He was um, supposed to be eased in, you know, into the game plan, but he was not. So. Uh, Todd Haley kind of pulled a fast one on Hugh, and I'm sure Hugh's just going to take it like he normally takes it. Just just goes with it. But yeah, I think the going forward, um, you you saw some attempts down the field with uh, Tyrod Taylor that just didn't pan out, and I think it's just going to be more involved. I think Todd Haley is in love with his two wide receivers. Um, oh, whoa! So I, I know he loves Jarvis Landry and. Um, having a big Josh Gordon out there on the on the outside, I think they're going to um, they're going to push the ball down the field. Um, 
And they're going to have to against the Saints because they're not going to just, you know, they're not going to score 15, 20 points. They're going to put up a ton. Yeah. So this could be a shootout for going forward. All right. So other other uh, poopers here. Chris Hogan, one catch, 11 yards. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah. One catch, nine yards. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. You know, before the season started, um, I was told that uh, that that uh, Chucky was going to really get him involved in the game plan. Hey, look, this is the one thing I'll say, and we won't talk about it too much right now. I'll trade for Amari Cooper right now. If people, if if people are willing to sell him for low because they they're scared of him doing the exact same thing last year. I will get him for the cheap. Huh. Well, Nick Nick A's team, um, you know. Let's see if I uh, – maybe I can get him. Works. Uh, Chris Hogan, uh, stinker. Kelvin Benjamin, this – he worries me because I think I have him on one or two teams. But, in you know, I said, <laughs> hey, he's a number one. He had one catch for 10 yards. If, if your number one receiver cannot get involved in the game when you lose 47 to 3 – I don't know when else he can get involved. Well, keep, uh, they keep keep in mind that the quarterback on the field is dying to get the ball into somebody else's hands that doesn't belong to his team. So he's he is like literally looking for other players on the other team to throw the ball to. Yeah, well, they are starting uh, Josh Allen this week, so maybe it'll get a little bit better. But that was uh, brutal. All right. Okay. Tight ends. Are you ready to talk about tight ends? The yeah. tightest of ends. The tightest of ends. I love that. Finally, we get to talk about Will Disley. Oh. I've heard uh, nothing but good things about him. Yeah, so obviously the stud of the week was not Amari Cooper, but rather Jared Cook. Nine for 180. He was the number one scoring tight end. Gronk did what Gronk does. Had a great game. Uh, I, one guy that I, I, I started late in our dynasty league was Eric Ebron. Very happy to see that he was the number four tight end overall. Jordan Reed had a good game. So that's those are kind of some of the studs that we're looking at there. Yeah, and George George Kittle looked good. Um, he did he did look good. He had five for 90 yards. He, he looked very good. Yeah, disappointing. Zach Ertz was not involved that much. Um he had ten That's targets, a, but he—they were all. It was just a crummy game for him. That's uh, a Nick Foles issue. That is yeah. not a Zach Ertz issue. And then so. same thing with, uh, um, where is he? I don't even see him anymore. Where's uh, uh, the number two tight end? Oh, Godere, Joe Godierte. No, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know, because of 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 the flow of the game, I guess he was not involved at all. He, one catch. Well, he, yeah, he he did not have a a very good game there. It did not seem that uh, uh, Mahomes <laughs> could really uh, uh, lock onto him. He did. He still got six targets, just only one catch for six yards. So not a great game for. He was, they weren't homies then. They were not homies. Um, you know. Uh, so, uh, 
Trey Burton was another one kind of similar to Kelsey to where he was targeted six times, only had one catch for 15 yards. I'm okay with that. You know, as long as the, the, there looks like they're trying to implement them into the game plan, hopefully Trubisky can get, just get, uh, be a little bit more accurate. Yeah. Evan, uh, the one point. Oh, go ahead. Who? Evan Ingram. He pooped. Yeah. He pooped. Um, uh, Jimmy Graham. That was that was a stinker, but I, I, I'm getting I'm getting some you know some of the the talks on, on the analysts on TV that are that are saying that they, that's that could change. I don't know if I invest anything into their opinion, but um, I think I think his good games are going to be because of um, nat- matchup issues, um, and I think he's going to have really dominating games, and he's going to have games like he just had. So right, he's touchdown dependent. And the yeah. other thing that we did not talk about with the news was keep keep an eye on the Aaron Rodgers injury. Yeah. Uh, the only other tight end I want to talk about is OJ Howard. He was my you know he's he's the one value pick that I I really like uh, because he's so efficient with his catches. He only had two targets, but he turned that into two catches for fifty four yards, which you know. May not sound like a lot, but that still makes him a relevant tight end. And and his and Cameron Bray was non-existent on that field. It was it was OJ Howard. He was clearly the one that would would you know that they wanted to have uh, out in the field. Um, I think you know obviously the game was a little wacky. So I think I think OJ I think you're going to be 100 percent right. OJ Howard's going to be more involved. He may be a four or five catch guy at tops, but still. He'll probably get 80 to 100 yards with four or five catches easily. Yeah. Okay. Hey, last thing I want to talk about here is players that are trending up and players trending down. So trending up, you already hit on Philip Lindsay. Uh, the big one we did not talk about, though, was TJ Yeldon, um, especially if Leonard Fournette misses time, which I think their coach said he expects them to maybe play this week. Um, TJ Yeldon is a guy I would definitely target on the waiver wire. Um you know, Austin Eckler, too. We picked him up. I think he'll have a role. Geronimo Allison. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay. Um, really, a big one here is Philip Dorsett and uh, Corderell Patterson. Those two got a lot of playing time, and they look for ways to get the ball in their hands. And they just don't have any other receivers on their team. I know that they just signed Corey Coleman, but he is the number four receiver on that team. Well, if, it, you know, if he can't cut it on Cleveland and he can't cut it in Buffalo, he probably will be a superstar in New England. That's <laughs> how that formula works. That is how that works. Uh, Janu Smith, tight end for Tennessee. He was a, a highly drafted rookie last year. Uh, pick him up if, if you have tight end troubles. He's taken over for Delaney Walker. Tyler Lockett, a guy that I was really high on beginning of the year. Especially if Doug Baldwin misses, he he becomes the de facto number one in uh, in Seattle wide receiver. So anybody else you want to talk about where their their stock is rising? Um, no, no, any anybody uh, anybody. I mean, tight end wise, there's not a whole lot. Running backs, I think we touched them all. Um, Trying to think of Naeem Hines did look and did pretty well um, in his in his outing with uh, with Indianapolis. He's still available. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more of a third down, you know, pass catcher. 
Um, right. Um, Richard also looked good. In that who's that? Jalen Richard. Richard or Richard? Richard. Richard. Even though he's he is just a you know third down guy, but he managed five carries and and nine receptions. So, um, I mean, in, in some of the deeper leagues, that's that's probably what. You know he's going to be picked up if he hasn't been picked up already. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, you know, this is the time. Like, if you're going to spend free agent money, you know, sometimes you go go after them hard after week one because it's just going to thin out from there. So, um, but those are you know some of the guys we just talked about. Those are the guys I would go after the heaviest. Um, all right. Uh, Vance McDonald back to practice for the Steelers, so he may be one to pick up if he's available. Right. All right. What else you got, Kirk? Nothing. Perfect. Oh, let's just keep let's just keep a little eye on Will Disley to see if he can just repeat his last performance at all at any point in the season. Will Disley is projected by Yahoo to get 29, three catches for 29 yards next week. And I think that's probably about right. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, I will have, every projections uh, like six points. So I will have zero. I will have zero shares of Will Disley. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess if you have, if you're all your tight ends just left, then maybe he's the guy after. Yeah. All right. I don't mean well, got hurt. I mean they just left. They just, they just left. Yeah. Yeah. Just... He's, we're done. All right. Well, that was a lot of information. Yeah. Well, we're full of it. So, hey, next episode we have, we're going to talk about who you need to sit and start, and who are some 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 great projections for the upcoming week. So, looking forward to that. Expert analysis right here. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Well, hey, great show. You got anything else to add? Nope, because we're going to do another one. All right. That's all for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off. And we're fading out.